well, those books are kind of niche. Oh, God. I said, oh, my culture niche now? <laughs> Do you agree with it? I really, um, like, I'm trying agree to agree with just, just the call that if you are black, white people owe you money. <laughs> I don't think there's a such thing as my kids being too woke. Yeah. Right? So I can't undo where I grew up. I can't undo that. And I can't, I'm not going to feel bad for it. You're listening to Your Neighbor's Hood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations, specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Hey, it is Jackie, no Christina today, Um, but I know you guys have missed us. We hit our one year anniversary last week and we sorry we didn't get a podcast. You guys, we were just doing some reshaping, remodeling and looking at some new ways forward. But today is going to be a special kind of episode uh, from the bottom of my life and heart. Uh, But before then, I'll tell you what's good in the hood or what's good in my hood. So uh, the little citizens, yes, are still growing and learning. School is almost out. For some of you guys out in the Midwest and in other places, school is probably over or you're just taking a downtime for for year-round school, which I wish we had in a way. (laughs) I wish we we had in our own little way. Uh, But it's been very exciting. Lots of, um, as you guys know, I love civics, so I'm always going to encourage you guys to do what you can in your own backyard. Uh, We're working with getting some boards, commission, and authorities, some diversifying our... um, our city and what the power looks like um, where the citizens are involved. So I'm really excited about that. But that's neither here nor there. Bruce is still cray-cray. Mia's still overweight and tired. The bird has gotten quite acclimated and made it to the house and is kind of being... I don't want to use the word, but it starts with a B and ends with a Y. <laughs> the bird is being, is it's taken over its own personality. This is what happens when people get comfortable in your house. Um, and the wings have grown back, so it started flying all over the place. The fish is still alive, even though it probably hasn't eaten in months. So I don't know about that resiliency of the fish. I got a lot to learn because Miss Glass has not, um, has not fed it in a while. But anyway. I digress. I digress. So one of my favorite things to do when I make the time, and and I don't know if any of you guys are like me, I love my grandmother to pieces. I I sometimes get so upset just the way we came up, but I'm so grateful to have such a loving uh, grandmother that put her life aside to support my mother with raising us. And um, as you hear the pitter-patter of Bruce feet, that's what it's like having my grandmother around of quite a bit of excitement. Um, she now lives in Memphis, Tennessee, and um, I don't get to talk to her much because I'm always, and I'm putting this in air quotes, busy, which is unfortunate And because I'm not. I need to make the time. But when I do talk to her as I take this journey in understanding race and race relations, I'm starting to ask her more questions about our past and you know how she came to... Um, the Chicagoland area and just growing up in the South because most most of the folks that are, you know, the Great Migration was a real thing and it still is happening in, in its own way. But when I do talk to her in these conversations, when I'm being very poignant about my questions, I get some really great information. So I've started recording these conversations, which are funny and not funny and hard to hear sometimes. But this one was pretty good. So you're going to be listening to me have a conversation with my grandmother, who is 
she was born in 1935. So she's um, 80-something. Don't, don't, don't get me to do the math. I know she's 80-something. <laughs> I should know. I should do the math right now. But my grandmother is in her 80s, and um, she's seen a lot in her life. Um, to you know I remember having a conversation where she told me when she was a kid pre-k was a dollar which was a lot of money when you didn't have much but how important it was to send kids to pre-k and and a lot of the values you see are the same if I told you you know the census was rigged and schools are overcrowded and kids are dropping out of school to work and men are still controlling reproductive rights of of women and you know black people needed their own spot to go to so where they felt safe and homosexuality was um, was was a was controversial and they needed people needed a safe space and that churches are not integrated and there are some trailblazers trying to integrate churches and you know the the police are nice when other people are around but when 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 they get in spaces where it's just people of color they're attitudes are a bit different and that um yeah it 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 it, it and that a lack of child care is a huge problem you would probably think i'm talking about 2019 but these are things that i've talked about with my grandmother that are in this episode and this i think the conversation is about 30 minutes long that were happening in the 1930s and 40s and 50s like a lot of the issues that we have are still the same so what i do hope is that you know you get a lot of you're gonna hear a lot of yeah child mm-hmm. as she walks us through her life of being a young woman and transitioning and yeah all those issues i just talked about are in this conversation and it's just very interesting to hear from um, a different generation so i hope you enjoy this conversation with my grandma my my great grandma my gamma i actually spell her name in my phone g-r-a-m-m-a my grandma grandma no d <laughs> uh but here it is me and my grandmother enjoying each other having a conversation and i hope you're able to enjoy this history as much as i do when i get to receive it and i hope you choose to do the same Okay, so I have to give you a disclaimer before we start this one. My grandmother watches The View every single day, so I caught her right at the end of The View when she still had the TV on. So you hear her TV in the background, and if you know a black grandma, you don't tell her, excuse me, not even a black grandma, if you know a grandma, you don't tell her to turn her TV off. <laughs> you, don't, you don't tell her. And we kind of started this conversation by talking about the college cheating scandal. And she was just having this whole conversation because, you know, she loves whatever they talking about on The View is what she want to talk about with me. So I don't call her at 10 o'clock because she's an hour behind us eh, don't call that woman um but this is us getting to the conversation i just had to give you that disclaimer because <laughs> you're gonna hear her tv and you just we just gonna have to roll with it <laughs> okay <laughs> I think his dad pays for him to go to school. That's been going on a long time. Yeah, it has. It has. Because they wanted the kids to go to college. Right. Want to go to college. And they didn't earn. They didn't earn that. Maybe if my mother had had some money to do that, she probably did it for me. Maybe. I think so. 
would have done everything she could to give you your best shot. Yeah, because uh, uh, I, I remember, uh, you know, when they take a sensor, I didn't see but two people come down there to take sensor one time. And that was a long time. And they didn't take sensor. Like the census, like the U.S. census, when they were counting people's, where people lived and what they... Yeah. They didn't come down there in New Edition. So they didn't even put you guys, they didn't even come and ask you guys about your census information. No. It was, it's not on the record. I didn't find it out until I uh, was trying to get my birth certificate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And what did they tell you? I, oh, it took me about a year. To get your birth certificate? Yeah. They, they didn't have no record. Of you being born? Uh, they didn't have no record of you being born? Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know what they did with that stuff. I guess it burned up. So. Mm-hmm. And it says we'll... Had her, uh, the lady that waited on Will. Yeah, the midwife. Yeah, she was. Will was born in Mother's house. Was Lucy to live? Yes. Yeah, she was born there on my birthday. I remember because uh, I was. Uh, I came down there. Because I wasn't living with mother at the time. And uh, I was working, you know. And they changed her, birth, her birthday. Oh, and I, yeah, and Bill said a lady, she tried to find a lady. <laughs> the lady had died. Oh, wow, the midwife did. Yeah. Wow. They supposed, they supposed to turn those records in. Because mm-hmm. I found out that when I went to Liza Miller High School, they they didn't they didn't even have a record on that. Of when you attended high school? Not a record. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a lot of stuff went on. Yeah, I remember. I remember you telling me why you stopped going to school. You said you didn't. You stopped going to school because you couldn't yeah. afford. So, like, what? That's what I'm saying. That's what you know. I talk about this stuff, but it was like, what did you need to go to school, and why do you think you didn't have it, or what? What did you know what I mean? Because I just, I find it's, you don't, you don't, you can't see it. Yeah. Uh, it's just like uh, your mother wasn't working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. And uh, your dad didn't try to help take care of you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like you need clothes, you need work paper. Right. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you said your, your, your high school was very crowded. Oh, yeah. Oh, we was two on the seat. Some people were standing up in our class. You know how you transfer from one class to another? Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, I forget that girl's name. She used to sit with me. She was big. And you know, them seats was kind of wide. Mm-hmm. And the desk. And the cleaster. They put cleaster and I on the seat together. And she had big hips. She had big hips. <laughs> you, you, you maybe, I don't know if you, you ain't ever stayed her. But she, she was wide. <laughs> you didn't have no, you know, no room on the desk. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> to work. Mm-hmm. That work like that. Ever since I came out of grammar school, I'm telling you the truth. So it was the same in, in grammar school. You guys had to share desk and mm. things like that. You did. No, we didn't. But I just was, you know, putting myself in a mind of what was it like to go to school for you, because you went to school in the late 1930s, 1940s, right? When, right. Yeah, and then you stopped going to school at 11th grade, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that first day I was going to get a job. Yeah. Uncle was working in a, you know, like a water. People used to go around and check the water. Yeah, the, the meters. Yeah. And uh, he said... He asked me, where were you going? I told him I was going to work. Hadn't even got a job. <laughs> I went up there where my stepmother was. Mm-hmm. And she was working at the in-between. And I was helping her out. And when the boss came, and he, he uh, gave me a job. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that was your first job, reading meters or helping with the meters? What? Dishes. Washing dishes. Wow. Yeah. Mm, I was glad to get that job. How much were you making? Do you remember? No. <laughs> but very much. That's when I got my uh, Social Security card. Oh, wow. Mm. So I imagine you were about 17. Yeah. And uh, I was a hard worker, too. Oh, you've always been a hard worker, Grandma. Yeah, I'm telling you. And I was glad I learned that, you know, and stuff. Then I, I got a second job babysitting. Wow. Mm-hmm. I bought my first bed to sleep in. Oh, wow. With great big posters. <laughs> I never I was still playing with my dog. At 17? Yeah. Oh, wow. I used to dress my bed up and sit my doll in the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Didn't have no man or nothing else. Yeah. So when did what made you decide to leave the South? Like when did you leave and go to Chicago? What what made you make that decision? Oh. Then I had to start seeing they dad. Oh, okay, Joe. He went up there. You know. And he came back and he got me. Mm-hmm. That was in '53. No, nineteen fifty-three. So, what do you, what do you, what do you remember about 
living down south and the difference was there really a big difference from living down south and living in um in Illinois. Chicago yeah well at first I I, I wasn't working you know I yeah. and stuff and uh, first when I went up there I thought it was the dirty city <laughs> it was so nasty. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was so nasty. Mm-hmm. But he was the one set me on fire. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you have preferred to stay down south? Uh, I did after I found out I was pregnant. Okay. I wanted to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he took me to his doctor. And uh, so the doctor waited on me and everything. And then we was, had, he had paid the doctor. You know, and the doctor was on cottage school. Mm-hmm. And he said, he told me what the doctor told him. And he said, the doctor said, do you want it? I said, what? He didn't ask me that. Oh, he asked your husband. He asked Joe yeah. if he yeah. wanted the baby. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think he could have did anything he wanted to me. Really? I wouldn't have even known. Wow. Mm-hmm. But then when I found it out, and you know how you start getting a little fat and stuff. Yes. I wanted to go home. Yes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can get pregnant and you still see your period. You know, well, I didn't know nothing about no pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But I've learned as I came along that sometimes it just color change. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes uh, it'll, you know, get slower mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You learn as you go along in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About those types of things. Yeah. Your mama didn't tell you all about it. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teaching in school a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aside for you, what was it like growing up being a, a black person and you were in Arkansas, right? Yeah. What was it like? Because I just sometimes I think about all the freedoms that we have, like that I have, you know, to, that I could buy a house, that I could do all these different things. But I never really imagine or can think of what the world looked like for you as a child and the things that you saw and what as you grew and got more, you know, let me do more. I don't want to say more freedoms, but yeah, essentially what that was like. You all had more freedom about certain things, you know. Yeah, but what was it like for you as a kid? What do you think was the biggest, you know, change or that you saw growing up for for black people than when you were a kid? Or do you remember any stories about being a kid that? Oh, we uh, being a kid, you were taking uh, you you know, I remember about the riding the bus, mm-hmm. don't sit and stuff like that. Yeah, don't sit in the front. Yeah, we had those issues. 
But it wasn't as bad in Arkansas as it was in other places. Uh-huh. Uh, and my mother always told me that the uh, police is a man just like your dad. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and I wasn't exposed to, like, they were doing that segregation. Yes. Stuff like that. We just lived through it. And we know what we were supposed to do and wasn't supposed to do. What do you mean by that? Like, what weren't you supposed to do? What do you? What did you know as a kid? Like, I'm just not supposed to do this. Like, it, you couldn't go where they could go. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But see, in Helena, we had our own little areas where we went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like here in Memphis. Uh, it was a lot of segregation going on. Mm-hmm. But we had our own little areas, like Bill Street. Mm-hmm. But no, it was the black area. Oh, okay. Yeah. And where you see, uh, uh, what's the name of the, uh, no, mm-hmm. we, we're, we're uh, AutoZone. Okay. You know where they had the games and stuff. That used to be a park. Okay, I know what you're talking about. That used to be a park, and not the hang up. Now the men, the black, the Caucasian men, have come with the black women. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bill Street, all of them down Bill Street. We would go in the stores and stuff, but uh, just like in Helena, we could go in the stores. And stuff, but it wasn't a lot of stealing going on, you know. Yeah. And uh, people watching people like they start doing. Okay, so y'all felt a little bit more free, like on Beale Street. Yeah, on, yeah. yeah. And uh, on Main Street, too, <laughs> you can go. But but you when you get ready to be with your people, you go on Beale Street. Yeah. In the park, and like BB King, them and all of them. Yes. Just like uh, in Chicago, the Forty Third and Forty Seven was main black area. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to pay. Some place you go in, you have to pay cover charge. Wow. But uh, all these uh, guys that were singing. Yeah. So that's all up and down Forty Seven and. Oh, wow. Grandma, it sounds like you know how to have a good time. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like you know all the places to go to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, well, then I, when I came here, came to Chicago, I started going out, you know. Mm-hmm. I used to go out in uh, West Helena. Yeah. Go to Helena. But they had a certain areas set up for blacks. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I didn't be trying to drink out of their fountain and stuff like that. You, you just know. stuck to your own and you was happy to have y'all own. Yeah, and stuff. But uh, by my mother teaching me uh, independent, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and stuff, that we was people just like they are. Oh, yo, she didn't let you feel like you were less than? Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that. And she had 
Caucasian friends. Mm -hmm. Some of them used to come from California. Wow. In the Florida. And come back down south, and they come and bring mother stuff. You know. Oh, wow. Why did she have so many friends all over the place? What did your mom do, or how did she know all these different Caucasian and different types of people? They just, uh, it was, uh, they keep, they see, they gave us the houses in the back land. Okay. And, uh, that's where my mother and Miss Robinson you know, built the house. All around the New Edition was nothing but black. Mm -hmm. Right down there from where Sweet lived. Yeah. Where those Caucasian people still live down there. Yeah. In Arkansas. Uh, yeah. And uh, they they had kids too. Okay. And their kids used to come over like her mother and used to cook. Mm. And she, she just treated them just like she treated us. Uh, I'm surprised their parents let them play with y'all. I'm not. I guess I am surprised because you have this idea of you guys being extremely segregated. But these were also were they poor Caucasian people? Some of them were poor. Some of them had pecan uh, farms. Okay. Some of them had uh, the ones that went to Florida. They had uh, they what they had. Uh, like oranges and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like your mom was like a neighborhood mom. Yeah, well, she treated those day kids, and they started coming to see where they kids were going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's where they got friendly. And one boy, he used to bring his mother down there. She probably did now. And uh, they would bring mother oranges and stuff. Oh, nice. Fruit. And he turned out he was a, uh, what you call it, uh, gay. Oh, wow. He turned out he was gay. And stuff. But he'd come down there and bring his mother. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like your mom made everybody feel like they had a place at her home. Yeah. Yeah, she used to chase everybody on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she, um, we had one minister. Now, he used to go to Caucasian people's churches, you know, mm -hmm. and he invited them to our church. Now they don't do that. Wow. They don't have a minister like that now. Stuff. I'm telling you. And they are. They, he had what you call the police to share. Yeah. Yeah, he was very nice too. But he was, uh, he was, uh, what you call it? He didn't like black people. Yeah. But he did, he didn't show it to everybody. You know? Yeah. And they had a, I never forget this. They had picked, uh, it was a Caucasian, uh, Funeral home. Okay. In in hell in uh, West Elm, and they had picked up this black man, mm -hmm. and uh, he wasn't dead. Oh wow! And uh, and the name of it was Kitchen, and the the man when they opened the door, or the uh, you know what it the hearse, the, the hearse, yeah. yeah. 
and he he broke out. <laughs> and they, tried to, they tried to catch that man. <laughs> hey, if he wasn't dead, he gonna be dead. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, but when my mother was coming on, it was kind of rough. Yeah, I would imagine. Did she tell you anything about it? What, how it was for her? Yeah, they used to hang people, and they, my mother and them used to live on front, on plantation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they run off at night, and she said they used to take and hang clothes and did. To, to pass their message along. Okay. What they do. Yeah. They were hanging clothes a certain way. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody know what they were doing. Yeah, they were working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they run off at night. Did she run uh, away? Huh? Did she run away? Yes. They would run off from one plantation to another until they start coming to West Southern they was in Mississippi. Oh, okay. Yeah, she said they they used to take men and cut their nuts out. Oh wow. Oh cold oil on it. Mm-hmm. What was your what was your mom's full name? Uh her banks. Mm-hmm. So what did you yeah. say your what did you say your your mother's name was? You said Hubbard? No. Her name was Banks. Um, Banks? Yeah. Grandma, you have to, I'm so intrigued. I feel like we need to set dates so we can, we don't need, yeah, so you can just tell me more history because I'm like, I really want to learn some more. I do. I'm really excited and to know about your mom. I didn't know she ran away from a plantation. I didn't know that. And it's. Oh, yeah. That's the way my, my mom, my uncle. And my aunt. They ran most to of all, most of all the people used to live down there in New Dish. Mm-hmm. They, they were, was all together. Oh wow! And, and one run off, the other run off. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know Arkansas was really a place. I hate. I mean, a place for runaways to go, but it. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't uh, from what I from what you told me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And what about your dad? Do you know a lot about? No, I don't know to deal with no more about. Yeah. All I know is he came and got them. I was nothing but little, you know. Yeah. And uh, my mom told me that he said, uh, "What did he say? You can keep her. She too little. She can't do a damn thing. No way." Because you were so small. Yeah. He just wanted the kids that could work that he can send off to work. Uh, yeah. On that, because he was written laying on the plantation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he made his kids work on the plantation. They thought that uh, mother could have stopped dad, you know. Mm-hmm. but Because he, he had brought a paper uh, to West Hilton. Uh-huh. The sheriff came out. Oh, and he took the kids. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So later she went on and she got, you know, Laura's their mother. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Got them. She got a hurt. And uh, 
So we were two together. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And later when Sweet Sweet came over and uh, she was supposed to came back to dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, my stepfather said, don't make her go back. Oh, wow. Because they weren't going to school. They were just working. He was just working them. Yeah. And, and when Lloyd was born, mother went and got him. So my stepfather told us she could go and get him. <laughs> she got him and uh, raised him. Mm -hmm. would have to leave him at the house. He was a little baby. Mm -hmm. said he had got out from out in the road. Oh, wow, wow, he was a baby, and she had to go to work. Yeah, and somebody passed and called, and they was in the field. Yeah. Yeah. So how 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 old were they when they were able to stop working for your, for your dad, do you know? No. Well, we was all about a year apart, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you had to go down from me to them. Yeah. They was big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, bigger in statue, like body bigger. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, Dad was a big man. Yeah, I know he. My <laughs> granddaddy was a big guy. Yeah. I remember just looking at his overalls and thinking how huge his overalls were, just as he sat in the chair. <laughs> 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 and his hands were huge. Yeah, his feet too. Yes, and his feet were humongous. He, he wore, I think, it was fifteen shoes. Oh wow! See, so maybe that wasn't my kid eyes, but I remember like seeing his hands and his feet, and they were just like he was a giant almost. He was big. Pick up a cow. He could pick up a cow. <laughs> Yeah, he believed in farming. Yeah, so he came to West Elma to live. Yeah, after he brought he brought little sister and Bree and Bill. He didn't have but three left. Cause brother ran off. Came mm -hmm. over there. I don't know how he got there, but we was next door, and he was knocking on the door. Uncle Luther. I don't know how he found the house. Who, Uncle Luther? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. You know. He, he ran off. Oh, wow. And he came one night. I remember that. Mm -hmm. So where was your dad's, where was, the, uh, where, where was the plantation that your dad was renting land from? Was it in Mississippi? Yeah, in Mississippi. Oh, okay. uh, here is Mississippi. Okay. Mm -hmm. I knew I had wanted to go and see where I was born, you know, Oklahoma mm -hmm. um, County, but I never did get a chance to go. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. And he told me, "Well, nothing out there." He, I said, "I just want to see what it looked like." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and stuff. So it's a long story, wasn't it? Short because yeah. I didn't. Change and go through all them changes they did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thank God I 
stay with my mother because mm-hmm. I got some love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she loved me. And I remember her crying and crying at night because I slept with her. Yeah. Till she found a soulmate. Yeah. That was a hurting thing for me. When she found her soulmate. <laughs> Yeah, that was for me because I never uh, slept without her. Yeah, I can imagine. Okay. What did he do for a living? He worked at Chicago Mill. Oh, the mill. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He raised two children. That's where him and mother got met, met up because uh, Louis never had stole his money. Oh. And she took the money and found out who they dad was. But he wasn't none of he, They wasn't his children. He was the one with their mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, and that's where he got the job. He said he had two children. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> and they hired him. Yeah. So their mother died. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. But, uh... It's a lot. Well, I'm glad you got loved so my mama can get some love and I can get some love and I can give my kids some love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I remember, uh... Well, oh, then I had a, a pattern when she grew up, huh? Whenever we go to shopping and buy something new... Mm-hmm. If it was hers, and I, we were christening it. Oh, wow. It's like your your daughter. Mm-hmm. Like you buy her something, and uh, you put your arm in it. Mm-hmm. And we say we christen it for you. <laughs> you were christening my stuff. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. Maybe I'll start doing that with Sahara. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you buy something. You know how you christen stuff. Yes, yeah, so put you put my arm in her little shirt and christen it. Yeah. Okay. I could do that. Did your mom do that with you, or did you just start to do start doing that with your daughter? Huh? Did your mom do that with you, or did you just you and my mom just start doing that? I did. My mom and I didn't do it because most of she made what happened. Yeah. What's something that your mom did that you did with your kids? Oh, hug each other. <laughs> Kiss each other. <laughs> yeah. And she, she would give me love, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I like that. <laughs> I imagine I, so. Uh, I did. <laughs> And, and Harvey used to have a bed. She said, try to sit in my lap after he was grown. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but he, he done made so many changes now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we do the best that we can, and then our children grow up and make their own decisions. I love it. I love him, Jackie. But I can't take no chances with it. Amen. I understand. Yes. Yeah. I understand. Well, I'm gonna let you go. They ain't bring no me to eat dinner. I saw a little eyeball pop around the corner.
Okay. Tell uh, your better half, I say hello. I will. We got to figure out to get you the way to come be able to spend some time at my house just a little bit. Yeah, where the plane going and where the bus is going. I'm telling you, I'd be scared for you all. Go in on and have dinner. Yes, ma'am. I love you. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, so what now what? So I don't know if hearing this made you laugh, made you cry, made you shake your head, or mm-hmm, like grandma said, mm-hmm, and stuff. Um, but I know that it allowed me to reflect on some of the same things that people are going through today. It is not, some of this is not a, it's not a race thing. Some of it is definitely by far, um, but it is a rich and a poor thing. And growing up poor can be, make a world of difference and even nowadays growing up middle class because if we look at the the, what middle class is considered it is definitely a disparity between the low and the high end of what middle class is so um I love my grandmother to so many pieces. I empathize with the growing ups that she had to do. Um, And it just shows you that we have people in these positions that are doing the same thing. You know, you can't do this, this, and this unless you have a birth certificate, but we're gonna make it hell for you to get a birth certificate. you know, that uh, you, you you can't work if you don't have childcare and childcare is gonna be something that comes at a cost. It's just, it is, it is so, it is, it's frankly disgusting, but I'm not gonna stop learning about the past to feel me to try to make a difference for the present. So whatever that looks like, however ugly or beautiful the past, your, your grandparents, if you have the luxury of still having grandparents around, I encourage us to start getting our oral history about who we are and where we come from. Because um, I learned about my grandmother, I've never heard about my mother's, my grandmother's mother prior to this conversation. And I realized that she and I are kind of the same people, (laughs) which is really fascinating to me to feel like, um, yeah, I want to be, I'm the black mom and my great grandmother was too. Um, But we have to get connected to who we are so that we can move forward and do the great thing. So I hope that if this conversation did one thing, it encouraged you to start asking some real questions about your own family's history and and celebrating. Maybe I'll start christening clothes now. I don't know. haven't started yet, but um, connecting myself to my grandmother and some very, and my children, um, and and hopefully they'll connect their little citizens as well in some very, really meaningful ways. So let's learn about ourselves, whether the past is ugly or beautiful. So this is Jackie saying, until next time, um, make it a great day as close to history as you can. Yes, it was. Oh, but we would love to give you more. Yes, we would. Like exclusive content, merch, all types of good learning tools. Absolutely. So you can head over to patreon.com slash your neighborhood and check out all our different tiers of giving. Or you can just do a one-time donation on Patreon, Cash App, or Venmo at your neighborhood. 